Welcome to the Forever Woman Podcast. Here's Matthew Coast. So how do you know if you really value yourself and whether a man will consider you a high value woman or not? I recently did a video on qualities of a high value man and I had some women who asked me if I would do a video on qualities of a high value woman just to kind of sort things out there. And so this is it. This is the video. Hello, my name is Matthew Coast, and welcome to my channel. Today, we are going to be talking about the seven traits of a high-value woman, also known as a woman who values herself. So what are they? What are these traits that make you a high-value woman? Trait number one we're going to be talking about is you have high standards for yourself. And so if you want to be a quality person, you need to be growth oriented. It is the most important thing that you can possibly do if you want to be, if you want to be a mature human being, if you want to be a quality human being, if you want other people to see you as a quality human being, you have to focus on your own personal development, your own growth and be a growth oriented person oriented person. doesn't mean that you have to like obsess over personal growth or anything like that. You just need to have high standards for yourself and focus on building up yourself, building up your health, building up your emotions, building up your well-being, your finances, and your ability to better communicate with other people. Sometimes I get women that'll come on and they're like, oh, well, I don't, you know, I just want to be myself, right? If I do anything different than what I'm doing right now, then it's not being me, which is just absolutely nonsense, right? You, you, you know, you're born and everything that you do right now is things that you learned how to do, right? There's almost nothing that you do that you were born with. I mean, there are a couple of things maybe, but not much. Most of the habits that you have, most of the thoughts that you think, the language, right? You don't, you didn't even have language when you were born. That was developed and put into your mind and it, you created habits of it over time, which had you thinking and different thoughts. And so all of that is not innately who you are. It's all learned things. And if it, you have to question whether it serves you or not. And if it doesn't serve you, then my suggestion is that you replace it with things that do serve you, that do give you the life that you want to live, that make you feel stronger and help you design an amazing life that you are really proud of and that you look back on and you say, man, this is absolutely amazing. I'm so grateful that I created this awesome life for myself. So sign number two, is that you have high standards for your friends. So who and what you spend your time around has more of an impact on what you think, how you behave and what you believe than just about anything else that you can possibly do out there. It it really makes a huge impact your environment. And this, this actually can include 
your entire environment as well, not just your friends, but the things that you read, the things that you look at, the television that you watch or don't watch, the internet shows that you watch or don't watch, everything influences you and changes the way that you think and believe about yourself and the world and your perspectives and all that kind of stuff. And so <clears throat> it's really important that you get around people who are either growing themselves to be who you want to be or are already at levels that you're looking to get to. So for instance, if you want to get married, then it's really a valuable thing to make friends with people who are already married. If you want to be single, get around women who dislike men and relationships and dating and think that the world sucks and you will almost certainly stay single for a very long time. The people you surround yourself with, many of their thoughts, their beliefs, their behaviors, they will be transferred to you. And so you want to make sure that you pick your friends really, really carefully. If you want to have an extraordinary life, if you want to feel like you have an amazing life, if you want other people to think that you're a high quality person, it's a very, very important thing to be around high quality people and, or just kick people out and spend time reading books. And, you know, cause some people are like, Oh, I can't find any high quality people anywhere. Well, get around things that that nourish your mind, nourish your soul, you know, go and get a part of, you can be a part of virtual groups. You can be a part of in-person groups. You can read and, and get knowledge and wisdom that'll help you with your life and help you grow and become a better person. And those can act like your friends as spoken from a true introvert here. <laughs> you don't need friends, just get books. Um, okay. Number three, is you value yourself, your time, and your body. And this is one of the things that a lot of women who come to me don't do. They don't really value themselves a whole lot and access to themselves. And men having access, they don't value it very highly. They just give it away to whoever they feel it for or whatever is in the situation. And so if you don't value yourself, nobody else is going to be able to value you for very long. They might start out valuing you, but over time, what ends up happening is that ends up eroding most of the time. And they start feeling like you're less and less valuable because you're transferring your belief that you're not really valuable onto them. So unless you find somebody that's really like gung ho about it and just believes in your value, you know, a million percent, which is really cool people to have around you, by the way, uh, you're going to end up kind of transferring your beliefs over to them. It's something I call the law of belief transference. So people decide how much they're going to value you by how much you value yourself. So I had a woman the other day tell me that this wasn't true because she does value herself, but her partner still doesn't value her. Right. And so I get that all the time. And I, I knew instantly that she didn't value herself. Why? How did I know that? How did I know that? Tell us in the chat. How did I know? Well, before you get done typing, I'm going to tell you how I know. And it's because women who value themselves don't allow men into their lives who don't value them. And so if you value yourself and a guy comes in and he's disrespectful, he treats you like trash, he doesn't value you, he takes you for granted, all that kind of stuff, you're going to quickly, if you value yourself, you're going to quickly get rid of him. You're not going to keep him in your life because your frames are going to clash. 
And your frame is going to be like, Hey, no, I value myself. And if you want to be in my life, you have to value me too. And so he's either going to get on board with you believing in your own value, or you're going to kick him out. Those are the only options that you have. If you really believe in your value, that's how, you know, so this also includes being very selective about who you date, who you get intimate with and what you do with your time. It means that you're not afraid to leave people, leave situations or relationships where you're not being valued there. So you know how to say no without feeling guilty about it. That's how you know. That's how you know. So number four, let's go on to number four. You have genuine confidence. And so you know who you are, your mistakes, your successes, and your life as it is. And you are confident because confidence comes from trying. And one of the things that it comes from is trying things, failing, and then eventually becoming successful at them. And so the more things you go out there and try and do, the more you'll eventually be successful at different things and the more confidence that you'll have within yourself. And once you've done that enough times, you'll not only be confident, you'll also be humble and it'll be this humble confidence that comes, right? A lot of people do this thing, which is valuable as well, which you just sit there and build yourself up and build yourself up and build yourself up. But it's not like a genuine confidence that comes from yourself necessarily. You have to find that confidence within yourself. You have to build that confidence within yourself. If you just tell yourself that you're an awesome, amazing person over and over and over again, but you don't really feel it deep inside. You don't believe that that's really who you are. You'll end up becoming a classical narcissist and then you will end up going in and out of these relationships and everybody will hate you and complain about you on the internet because everybody, <laughs> everybody thinks everybody's a narcissist right now. Okay. So confidence comes from knowing comes from different things. It comes from competence, right? So becoming really good at something or multiple things in your life. Confidence comes from knowing that whatever happens in any situation, that everything is going to be okay. It's, it's faith. It comes from faith that everything's going to work out, that everything's going to be okay. And that's not only incredibly attractive, but it's also a sign of a high value woman. And so number five, we're talking about number five, high quality woman. Are you one? Let's find out. So one of them is if you are, if you're feminine at your core, you're in touch with your feminine side. And so they've done research on this, actually. <laughs> they've done research on almost everything in the world at this point. And what they've found is that around 80% or more of women are actually feminine at their core. And in today's society, women are being pushed to be more and more masculine. They're taking on masculine jobs. They're competing in masculine work environments and masculine cultures. People are raising them to be masculine. Uh, there's a huge push in our society to push women to be more masculine and men to be more feminine. And ultimately a lot of women are being rewarded in our culture for being incredibly masculine. And so if you want to have less stress, and, and this is what I've heard from women who kind of built around them, this masculine shell around them, what I've heard from them is that when they've 
kind of let go of that and dropped into their feminine, what they found is that they have less stress, they're happier, they're more attractive to men. Uh, and one of the best ways to do this is just to get in touch with your own, uh, like the, the soft feminine side of who you are. If you want to attract and keep a healthy masculine man in a committed relationship, he's going to want a woman who encourages his masculinity and compliments him through her femininity. And so how do you do this? How do you do the feminine thing? And it's kind of different for every woman from what I hear, just like it's different for every man. I mean, there's certain patterns, right? There's different patterns that women have who've gotten in touch with their femininity. And it's usually something around being soft right? Something around connection, something around expression. And so a lot of times women will start, you know, just developing rituals where they just do like, they come home from work and they just shrug off all the masculinity that they were doing at work. And they just get into their feminine side and they dance around and listen to music or get in a bubble bath or, you know, I don't know, look at their shoes or whatever, whatever women do, whatever you do. It's fine as long as it works for you. And that's really what's important. So develop your compassion, develop your ability to receive your willingness to allow a healthy man to lead and trust yourself and your own intuition so that you, you can get yourself into a healthy situation. Number six is you are healing or at least you're open to healing. And so most people just about everybody in the world has pain from their past, right? And if you don't heal your past, a lot of times what will end up happening is you'll either hurt yourself unintentionally or you'll hurt other people. And like I said, a lot of times you don't do it on purpose, but you do it anyway because you have walls up, right? You're, you have these walls up because you don't want to get hurt. And so you hurt other people who are trying to get close to you or you end up getting overly attached way too quickly to guys and you end up hurting yourself or you'll end up pushing good men away uh, who are growing and working on themselves because they want a partner who is growing and healing and coming from a strong uh, a healthy place as well. And then you meet them and you have this great connection. And then he starts noticing all these things because the more you heal yourself, the more you can start to see other people's pain, especially if you've experienced similar things as them. You're like, wow, that was me five years ago, back before I did all this healing work on myself and, and work through kind of all the traumas and the different things that I had going on. And, you know, some people, I hear this all the time, they say that time heals, but time really doesn't heal anything. What time does is it amplifies healing. So it, I know women who are in their 70s, their 80s, who are still stuck. I mean, still stuck, still on pain, still just like, just messed up really badly from things that happened in their teens and their twenties, you know? And so if you really want to heal yourself, you need to actively participate in your own rescue when it comes to healing. 
And healing doesn't mean that you discount things from your past. It doesn't mean that you say that it was okay or any of that kind of stuff. What it means is that you no longer allow these things to control you and have power over you and hold you prisoner to them. Right. So when you're in pain and you're, you're, you don't heal, what you end up doing is you, you get triggered by things really easily. You freak out about stuff. I mean, all kinds of things happen. And really what you're doing is you're allowing your past, these things that happen in your life to control who you are and how you live your life and how you experience your life. And if you want to have control of your life and experience life on your terms, you have to heal. You have to heal. All right. So number seven is you have a healthy relationship to your parents. And I want to preface this by saying that some people have some unhealthy parental figures, right? I, I definitely have at least one, <laughs> right? And if you have toxic parents, one or both, it, it may be healthier for you to have less of a relationship with them. So for instance, my father is a mess. I mean, he's a mess. It's really, really sad. And I don't have much of a relationship with him. And I, you know, it's okay. It's okay that I don't have a, much of a relationship to him because I have a healthy relationship to him. I used to have all this baggage and stuff from our past and feelings of abandonment and all kinds of things. Cause he like, you know, left me at my ground. He put me in a psychiatric ward when I was 13 and then left me at my, you know, sent me to go live with my grandma. And then, you know, I felt like I was abandoned by him. I felt like he totally, um, uh, betrayed me. And so when I was in my early twenties, I ended up doing a lot of healing work around that and just calling him and forgiving him and just letting go of a whole lot of stuff. And it, it really helped me out a lot um, and allowed us to have some kind of semblance of a relationship because we hadn't talked for years before that. And we now have a healthy relationship, but we still don't talk very much because he's a mess. And uh, honestly, it's, it's just really difficult to even have a conversation with him. And so that can actually be a better way if, if one or more of your parents is really unhealthy and toxic or whatever, you might have to cut them out of your life and let go of this idea that they have to change and they have to do something and all that kind of stuff. And instead just let, you know, forgive, do some forgiveness work, do some healing, do some letting go and just, uh, you know, realize that these people in our lives, all, all of these people that hurt us and all these people, whether you want to believe it or not, they all are coming from a place where they think they're doing the right thing or the best thing that they can come up with, with the resources that they have available to them. And it's the same with my parents, same with everybody's parents. And it, you know, no matter how messed up they are, it's, you know, most of them are, they believe that they're doing what's right or what's best or whatever. And when you come from that space and start looking at it from that point of view, it's a lot easier to kind of let go and heal and realize that, uh, you know, a lot of these people are messed up and <laughs> that, that it just, it's like a, a generational thing, right? It came down from my dad, you know, used to be really, really mistreated by his dad and who knows what happened with his dad and his dad and his dad. And it's just this thing that, I mean, who knows when this started, who knows? And 
it's just one of those things where, you know, the best thing that you can do is grow from it and change the meaning about the event and make it about helping you grow and become a better person and maybe helping others or living a better life or, or becoming stronger or whatever it is that you need to change the meaning of those events too. And because it's not about them, it's not for them. It's for you. It's about letting go of what imprisons you and creating a better life for yourself. And so, or if you have really healthy parents, having, having healthy relationships to them, you know, so I'm kind of going off on a tangent here. I hope that was helpful though. Let's go over the seven signs again. One of the things that comes up for some women about this whole high value woman thing is they go, Oh, oh, oh well, does it mean that, you know, if there's a high value woman that there's low value women, are you saying that women are low value? Right. And, Maybe, you know, uh, what, what's more important though, than looking at people as low value is looking at patterns, right? Cause all this stuff is just about patterns. It's not who you are as a person. You're not a low value person. I don't believe in low value people or high value people. I believe that people are either in patterns of low value or high value, and you can change those patterns anytime you want to. And Really, the valuable thing here is to take on the identity of a high value woman. We have different kind of identities that we talk about in our community. One is of a goddess. Another is of the forever woman. Another is of a high value woman or whatever, right? Whatever you want to take on. Finding any kind of identity for yourself that empowers you, that strengthens you, that makes you look at yourself and see yourself as a valuable, worthy, worthwhile human being and taking on that identity because it's something that uh, I call the law of identification and the law of identification states that whatever you identify with, your behaviors and actions will start moving in alignment with that identity. And you, it'll actually cause you pain if you try to do things that are outside of that identity. And so if you look at a high value woman and you go, yeah, high value woman's growth oriented. She's an awesome. She kicks butt at life. She's freaking awesome. Everybody thinks she's amazing. Right. And then you start doing things outside of that identity. It's, it actually can cause you pain and you'll try to move back towards that new identity. And so it's really important to take on these identities that you can, that, that re whatever one resonates with you, that allows you to take it on and feel strong and empowered. That's really what we're doing here. If you're not sure, you don't know about it. If you're ready to attract a man who loves you, sees you and cherishes you, visit the foreverwomanformula.com right now.